Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Family Standards Podcast. My name is James Orwindy. And I'm Amanda Ormandicat. We're going to start off by saying we're going to keep this episode shorter if we can. If we can. We always say that, but we always forget to. But the last one with Zoe was a very long episode. Mm -hmm. uh, we just have a really busy day today and we have places to be after this. So Yeah, guys, we're filming this on actual Halloween. Happy Halloween. You're going to see this after, but that's okay. Whatever. We, uh, well, I wore a costume to the gym and then I got James to wear some cute little leopard, leopard ears to the gym too. Yeah, I bet you were surprised that there weren't many people um, costumed up. I was surprised. It Maybe was super, it too early. It was lame. We did go early, but still, like, nobody else was dressed up except for the workers at the gym, which, like, I'm assuming they were told to do that. So. Which one guy that was dressed up, I saw him afterwards, and he, he had his costume off. I saw that, too. Yeah. I what the know. heck? And then I saw the, the owner talk to him. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, is he getting in shit for not having his costume on? But I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that was the case. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway bunch of lamos not wearing costumes on halloween what the fuck and i was gonna wear one today but i don't want our podcast clips being me in a costume for the next two weeks so i will wear a costume later wow sandals is doing his absolute oh, best gymnastics here to get onto <laughs> james oh there you go two kitties go. that's nice i need the support yeah and if you guys can see i have hoodie in my lap so yeah oh we're getting some midday snugs oh there we go so i'm wearing all white and i always told amanda that like we try we should try to avoid white on the podcast because when i make podcast clips when i do the text overlay the text is also white so it's hard to see the text sometimes but now that i have a black hat on me maybe that's okay <laughs> we'll, we'll say it's fine it's fine Whatever. it's good enough um it's also the earliest we filmed a podcast I yeah think. Sorry about the lighting. If it sucks, it is what it is. Yeah, we can't win every single time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, at least it's sunny. It's been awfully cold where we live. Holy jeez. It hit out of nowhere. Guys, Halloween, it was like negative four. Yeah. I'm happy to see the sun, but usually because it's sunny means it's colder. But mm -hmm. I'm happy with that because as the days get shorter, it's like, ugh, at least we have some sun still. So true daylight savings comes i think this weekend yeah i think so which is crazy i think you're right yeah <sighs> yeah winter's winter's coming um we have been sick for over three weeks now <laughs> which is crazy i've been doing a lot better but on and off the symptoms will come back just like a bit of a cough sometimes a sore throat james has been worse off than me but, but same thing on and off on and off like so weird so weird and like it also came at like the busiest time yeah of course as well like we had so much planned for the month of october <laughs> i don't know how many raves we went to but a like, lot. Fuck, so much you can't even count yeah and i didn't even go to all of them because you uh you went to one without me because i was still feeling sick that day yeah so and that was a really that was a really fun night i ended up getting us tickets to this show defunct and he's great not even thinking or realizing that well i guess it wasn't actually booked i ended up buying the tickets and then like two weeks later finding out that it was going to be the night before i'd have to leave to fly to toronto for the collab with jesse switch um <laughs> and so i was like well i'm not gonna not go uh so i ended up james was sick that night i ended up just going completely sober driving myself down there at nine o'clock being there from nine to ten thirty, which was his set and then just driving home <laughs> It was worth it, though. It was a lot of fun. You said it was the best 
Mm-hmm. It was it was better than Shambhala. You said you were saying for like his, for his set. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just laid it down like right off the bat. It was heavy and it was great. And like you know when DJs play songs and they're too long, you just wish that they'd switch it over quicker. The switchovers were like perfectly timed. It, the whole it was just a vibe. It was great. But also, I felt like because I was completely sober, I got to like pick where I wanted to be. I wasn't like in the areas where people were really wasted also it was an earlier show so i feel like people weren't as crazy for that but that was great and then yeah the next day so i got home couldn't fall asleep still but um we ended up having to set my alarm for like 4 a.m that day to get up Mm -hmm. get ready and get my ass to the airport (laughs) which i managed we managed to do it was fine (laughs) we usually do flights like that right yeah early early morning flights yeah it was just a lot i had like packed a little bit too early and then done more laundry and then wanted to like pack more stuff but couldn't remember the stuff that i pre-packed and had to take it all apart it's the problem it's just really better to pack last minute for that exact reason but yeah anyway can't really do that though i don't think you can do that i don't know if i can yeah it sucks yeah i like double the amount of work for myself because of that but whatever <laughs> i ended up she's twitching so hard because the mic is touching her ear oh yeah girl i'm sorry can we adjust she's like falling asleep there we go um i got a bitch about fucking flights for a minute you guys uh anyone that was following along on instagram knows that i had a hell of a time with my flights to and from toronto uh both of the problems were in calgary go figure it's but always Calgary, fucking, man. Fucking Calgary. They had the worst experiences in Calgary. Dude, and their airport is huge. Yeah. Like, it's fucking huge. And it's like, <laughs> between like gate A and gate B is like a whole kilometer or more. And they have like a little fucking lazy person bus that goes around and like picks you up. But it never goes around. And of course, like the time of day that I'm in there is either early morning or late at night. And I don't know if it's just not working or what. And then, you know, the little like the speed walk things, you're supposed to step on it and it just like helps you walk faster. All of those were also turned off. It was like, it just wanted to spite me. Anyway, I almost missed my flight from Calgary to Toronto because they last minute changed my gate. Of course they did. Apparently they emailed me, even though I literally requested that I get text message Who's checking their email at the airport? Not me. So yeah, I almost missed my flight. I didn't, thank fuck. And then yeah, coming home again, same thing. Almost missed my flight. Because, oh, because one of the planes was delayed. Yeah, was delayed. They ended up missing six different connecting flights. Missed their flights. And it was at like, I don't even know, 10 something PM. Like it was late. There's not going to be a lot of other flights for those people. It was pretty shitty, but... I ended up making mine, so. That was because it was cold, right? Because <clears throat> yeah, the planes was, were too cold and there was ice on the planes. There was ice on all the planes. We had to go in like get like a bath, like the plane yeah. got bathed with crazy. That's when it started getting really cold. Yeah. That day. Yeah. And the only reason I didn't miss my flight was because my next flight also got delayed because a flight attendant was late. So thank fuck for that flight attendant. <laughs> but anyway, whatever. I made it home. Let's talk about the awesome trip. I just want to say first, like that was probably the worst flight experience um, I think you've ever had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't even there with you. No. And, oh, just to add to that too. So both ways, I had to sprint with my carry-on and my jacket, like 
two kilometers the first time and probably a kilometer and a half the other time both times i'm like sprinting like bloody murder through this airport like i'm pretty fit you know i was struggling like i was wheezing i felt like i had asthma by the end of that it was crazy i couldn't even imagine being somebody who couldn't run like that like definitely would have been missed but anyway um yeah i mean considering all that i think you did really good i mean it did because we've had some pretty bad experiences yeah like just not knowing where our gate is totally. or like being in a different or wrong spot but we always we always figure it out yeah but uh yeah, yeah you had to do it all on your own i just got lucky that both my flights were so early or so late that the airport itself was not busy yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Fair it was enough. actually pretty dead i got yeah. through customs and stuff like super yeah, easy yeah, yeah, yeah that being said you probably had the best customs experience or like tsa experience you've ever had yeah yeah so, so you I win even, some you lose some i even had my um chucky costume in my carry-on with like the big chucky knife obviously it's not metal it's plastic but still i thought that they'd pull me aside no they didn't i didn't get swabbed i didn't get nothing nothing i was shocked um and then yeah coming home they also uh you know how they say that there's not enough space in the overhead for everyone's carry-on and so they ask you to like check your carry-on luggage and of course, I'm always in section three, which is like the front of the plane. I like to be there on purpose, but that's always the section that never has space for their carry-on luggage. And so I like, they asked me to check my luggage and I was like, yeah, for sure. I don't need my carry-on. Like, And then I almost missed my flight home. I would have had to potentially stay the night in Calgary if I didn't catch that. And I wouldn't have even had my carry-on. That's the only thing now that's going to make me second Not guess. That. Yeah, because yeah. like, damn, I wouldn't even had a change of underwear. Like crazy. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck. I made it. It's fine. Yeah. You may, I mean, you made it in the end. You were just yeah. late, but. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh my God. His little tongue. I can't see from I angle. wish you guys could see Sandals when he sleeps. His little tongue is just like. Pfft. So cute. Um, but Toronto. Yeah. Toronto. So my first time being anywhere Eastern. Anywhere really. And yeah, I went and uh, <laughs> I was going to work with jesse switch uh which like i've worked with her multiple times you guys know that and then also uh, i got to meet and work with alexa fire and rixia and all of that was absolutely fantastic we all had great chemistry jesse had asked me ahead of time how many videos i wanted to get done in order for the trip to be worth it for me and i didn't really i don't really have those kind of expectations on other people um because at the end of the day if if people don't want to work as hard as i do i know that i can work on my own like i'm going to a beautiful she booked a beautiful fucking mansion for us to be in i was like i will fuck myself in every corner of this place i don't care uh but we ended up getting like nine full-blown wild videos uh they were all my ideas this time but everybody was just like yep 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 like good to go nobody had any like qualms about anything uh it was a nice thing is that you like you give them an idea and you tell them what to do and everyone's like yep okay great let's do it like super easy going how many days are you there for again four um how many working days yeah so i arrived there saturday at like four ish uh jesse switch and i that night got ready together and went to a couple halloween parties um just some like bush raves and then we came back we went to like an underground like under a bridge like random rave we just had a great night together um and then we worked for sunday monday tuesday and then i flew home tuesday evening so basically three scenes a day it was yeah it was exactly three scenes a day and it was good at one point we were like oh we can do four and we were no no three was perfect 
we all had lunch together we all hung out we got to be you know funny and cute and goof around but also be serious and we actually ended up (laughs) which is the craziest part we were so bloody organized especially between jesse and i we're both very like do 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 kind of people but we're both also a little forgetful so between the two of us it was like the perfect combo of getting all the things done um we got like uh how do i say this we got like pg photos from every scene for instagram and stuff like that we got tiktoks for basically every video in every outfit we were in we got some like tiktoks and reels stuff for social media and then we also got like a photo set so like an explicit naked like wild photo set like 10 photos per thing for each video we filmed and we got it full of videos and i filmed a bunch of behind the scenes stuff so really you got everything we got everything which yeah, usually you forget one of those things yeah usually yeah. you come out of it and you're like oh shit i didn't do any tiktoks or i didn't get any photos or we literally got everything perfectly organized our dropbox literally makes my heart so happy it's so organized thank you to jesse's assistant for also organizing all of our content after the fact so helpful but yeah it was fantastic we had a great time and and what there are no pay-per-view. Oh, yeah. So what does that mean? Yeah. So all of the ladies out there are also no pay-per-view. Thanks to Jesse. Jesse has converted us all, uh, which means that all of the content that we made together will be posted for free on all of our platforms. Uh, and by that, I mean our, our premium OnlyFans. Uh, the content will still be for sale on other platforms if it's like like our fans like is free. Obviously, it's going to stay behind a paywall on those places. But yeah, if you subscribe to any of our OnlyFans, and we don't know when. That's the other nice thing. Because we're all no pay-per-view, we don't actually care who posts what, when. Uh, which is also great, because then we don't have to like coordinate. But yeah, so can't guarantee what videos we posted when on each platform. But there's some wild shit coming along. Yeah, because usually the no pay-per-view stuff is just like, you know, our videos together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the occasional, like, a person that we work with is no pay-per-view too, like mm-hmm. Jesse, for example. Yeah. And then all the subscribers um, that are on our page can see those videos right on our wall for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now with all the, the nine scenes that you guys filmed, there'll be nine new scenes uh, for all of our pages uh, to be to be seen. So... I'm excited. I'm, I'm sure lots of uh, people like to see this to the diversity of the content. And I'm sure as we continue to work in this industry and more people kind of get converted to no preview, which seems like it's the case, honestly, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to have more content for people in general. So, yeah. Well, and like, I still haven't decided. Like, that's nine scenes. I still don't know if I want to do like all of them on each platform, like Mandy Cat and Family Standards, mm-hmm. or if I want to like divvy it up mm. because. Technically, I like to keep both of our pages running. Both pages get free videos every week, but I like them to be different. I'm okay with one video being the same in a month. That being said, like I could do that. I could post those videos over the next nine months and put one, share it between the two pages. I could do that. They are really, really fire videos, or I could split them up. I really don't know. It's so hard. So yeah, I haven't figured that out yet. Also, we've got Miami coming up in a couple weeks here and a lot of those people that i reached out to not everybody is no pay-per-view but a, a lot few. of them a, a few of them are and then a few of them said they're also fine with us yep. posting it after they have a chance to sell it so like 
great. That means we could have a lot of no pay-per-view stuff coming up. So yeah, I think the biggest thing that's that's missing on the no pay-per-view on our wall is just that you have multi-partner stuff. Yeah. So as, as, whenever we get multi-partner stuff free on our page on our wall, uh, I think we're happy about that. The crazy thing about this one was that yeah, Amanda went to her trip in Toronto, you know, busted her ass off, got nine scenes, and and since uh, Jesse Switch's assistant is editing all of that, I literally don't even have to do anything which yeah. is crazy i'd never really do anything <laughs> just, it's just nuts you know you'll just get to watch it and that'll be it yeah that's it <laughs> so you don't even know the things that we did no i don't man we did some really crazy stuff i'm super stoked um i'll tell you about one of the things because one of the things was a fantasy of mine that i had told jesse about a while ago i told her about this one fantasy i had and she was like oh we're bro we're gonna make that happen for you and i was like okay great cool let's see what happens when we get enough people together and um sure as shit we ended up making it work out uh it was basically i called it amanda's pussy buffet (laughs) and i had told her that i wanted to like line up a row of girls and just how i'll have them fucking spread eagle and uh, like let me fucking pussy buffet down the line and just eat them all out one after the other. That sounds um, like fun. I know. I would enjoy that. I know you would. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I ended up getting that, uh, which was fucking fantastic, of course. And I like, I, I basically went and like licked each one and then I went back and like licked each one and then I had them like flip over and give me their asses and like licked each one. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to like dedicate my time to one person at a time here and see if I can make them all come. I ended up actually, and I, I had to ask them after each time too, because everybody comes so differently. I'm like an electric fucking eel and you can definitely tell what I, what I do, but some girls like literally you don't actually know, you know, unless you know their body. Uh, but I ended up going down the row and it was about like two to three minutes per, per person, but like they ended up all coming and I was like, did you fake that? And they're like, no, that was so good. I was like, wait, what? Really? Like, I'm really, I'm good. It was nice. really exciting. So thanks to my two short fingernails, they did the trick very Man, well, apparently. Think, let's talk about that for a second because... Okay. I th- ah, dude. Even sometimes when my nails are even this long, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm just scraping. Really? Yeah, big time. Even though I know, I mean, with more practice, uh, more experience, it clearly... I don't know how to say this. The The... Vaginal cavity is not as sensitive in regards of pain as uh, I think it is. Yeah. Because even when my nails are just slightly long like this and I'm trying to hit the G spot, I feel like I'm just scratching the shit out of it. No. And then I see, you know, you know, whatever you want to call it, lesbian nails or whatever, way still still way longer than mine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, how does that even freaking work? Because I feel like you can't really turn in as much, but apparently, you know, it doesn't doesn't have too much of an effect. Mm-mm. So. I mean, there's some girls that have like long, long nails and they still. That's weird to me. It's wild. I just, again, I, that's my, that's my fault for not having nails while I'm fingering girls, but. I think it's also one of those things like it's, it's because you don't have a vagina. That too. You're never going to like really I know. know. I know. Yeah. But never, but I never had a girl like say I hurt them. No. Scratching them or anything. You definitely have not. So, so. it's just, yeah, it's just weird in my own head. Because <laughs> I feel like it would fucking scrape the living shit out of it yeah yeah even some girls i was telling you know um i was telling our friend i saw some girls in the industry their nails like flat squared oh yeah squared and like the edges are still pretty sharp i'm like 
<laughs> I, I wouldn't trust that, but uh, maybe I just don't have nails and don't know it, you know? Maybe because I don't have a vagina, you know, so. It might just be that, yeah. I mean, I don't know. None of mine are blunt, though. Like, none of mine have ed- hard edges, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. like, I do feel like they are softer. Yeah. But, yeah. I Yeah. How's it feel having nails? Oh, I like it. I like it. Yeah. If I you guys do. don't know, Amanda went, she, this is her first set of nails in a long time. Yeah. I'm just a weirdo. Like, I have a hard time spending, like, money on... It's not on... weird, because if you don't... You consider all the things. Yeah. Like, you have your hair to upkeep, and that's already a lot. My hair is, like, the only thing at this point, because I'm like, that is that is a lot. Exactly. And when I, when I decided to get my nails done, I was talking to you about it, I'm just like, I don't really... I mean, most men just don't, I guess, right? Have monthly have, yeah. bills just for their... Appearance. Appearance or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then... You know, when you when you told me, dude, James, you have nothing. I'm like, I guess nail, having nails is okay, especially now that I can. Mm-hmm. Why not have nails? And yeah, I just don't even think of it now. So, but yeah, yeah you, have, you have a lot of expenses, so that makes sense for you. Yeah, the hair's the big one, and I used to do like lash extensions. Like, man, yeah. those add up so mm-hmm. much. And growth. you used to do way longer nails, so oh, that yeah. takes a longer time. It costs yeah. a little bit more. Totally. So. Yeah, I get it. It's a lot, but I'm happy having nails again. Yeah. Yeah. I do really like it. Not gonna lie. So and we're planning on having a somewhat of a matching set f- for our next nails for Miami. For Miami. Yeah, we're gonna try. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk to uh, Shelbs about that tonight. Maybe. Sorry, I haven't. Um, <laughs> how many couples can you say? <laughs> I've never had matching nails with my partner before. <laughs> neither have I. Neither have I. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Anyway, yeah, I'm excited because apparently I can eat pussy well. So yeah, well, that's the biggest thing you're nervous about so i mean yeah plus it helps if the girls are into you too you know like true it all helps it all adds we do a lot of really fun really fun content but yeah i'll just there's that one i don't know i don't even know we had a bunch we had some hot tub ones we had fucking milk kitty cat ones and fucking 69 oh god jesse and i both were holding upside down alexa and rixia and doing like standing 69 against the wall in our spider-man outfits like fucking hilarious shit but also hot. So Tell them the story. What? You had to do it twice? Oh, yeah, we had to do it twice. We did it once, and Jesse was like, yeah, well, like, that was the last clip of the scene that we were doing was the standing 69. And she was like, oh, we only needed to be, like, a couple minutes long, and, like, obviously holding somebody upside down, it's not that easy. Um, and so I was like, okay, great. Like, gave it my fucking all. Like, as much as I could, I fucking was holding Alexa. I twisted around, and I was, like, jiggling her ass in my face and, like, bouncing her around like a maniac. And then when I thought the scene was over, I, like, fucking collapsed on the bed. I was like, holy shit, I can't. Like, I was so... I exhausted myself. Uh, and then we watched it back and realized the lighting was absolutely trash where we filmed it. And the rest of the video was amazing. So we were like, fuck, we're going to have to redo that. Jesse's... <laughs> So Jesse was like, yeah, we got to redo that cl- that last scene. I was like, bro, no. <laughs> just, I literally had to take like a five minute break and like really, really prep myself for it. But it turned out really good. I'm sure you guys will see some behind the scenes stuff too, because uh, there is some of it that I think I can get away with posting as like little clips on social media. But if you want to see the full videos, you know where to go and they'll all be posted for free. So yeah, super exciting. Uh, I did film a video though while you're gone oh yeah yeah it did. so i did technically work it's not for public though oh uh, yeah true <laughs> for now it's just for me yeah yeah so okay i'll tell you guys something funny um when i have like big working days like that 
um my vagina is weird i'm just gonna start by saying that i'm just gonna preface by saying that uh i like cannot handle big toys or anything aggressive or like aggressive fingering uh unless i've already come so i actually before filming i was like okay ladies like we're gonna start filming great i'm just gonna go fuck off for a minute and like make myself come so that's that's a secret for me because once i do i feel like everything relaxes and then i'm like self-lubricating and i'm like you know then i'm excited that i'm ready to go that i actually enjoy filming all the scenes after um but it's just yeah it it's a little secret that i found if i want to take that big dildo i need to come first <laughs> so i don't think your vagina is weird but that's probably most vaginas to be honest i don't know all the other girls were fucking ready to go like they're like oh give me that yeah. big dick i don't know <laughs> i also do like i did get a little insecure because everybody else definitely uh comes just way easier than me mm. um which was also like it is a fr- it's frustrating but it's fine we worked around it everyone was very patient with me <laughs> and uh that's always helpful as, as well but um yeah, I'm definitely envious. Like, fucking Alexa can just, like, come and then come and then come and then come. Like, holy, holy fuck. It's crazy. I'm very envious. But I haven't, so I haven't, I never met these girls. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen anything. But I have, to, I'm just going to assume that when she comes, it's not a, as electric eel as you are. No. So, which is what we've seen a lot. Yeah. Right? We've seen, like, lots of girls that can come multiple times with ease. Um, their orgasms don't seem uh, like electric eel which is like or like as explosive yeah they don't don't seem super explosive but their frequency is more sure so it's like you know you again your frequency isn't there but when you do come you fucking explode you know so hard to know without asking them for sure but um that's how it looks we were all talking about like how each person's so different when they come like i'm like an electric eel and then fucking rixia she called herself the fucking what's that plant that eats the fly like a venus uh, fly trap because yeah. she just fucking like squishes you with her legs and your head's just like stuck between her legs while she's coming it's great it's very it's very funny <laughs> i love it uh we did yeah a couple um costumey ones we did like a halloween spoof video which i'm super excited about that turned out really really good yeah i'm trying to think of all the ones but like geez oh Jesse and I tag team Alexa. Man, she fucking took that like a champ. She loved the shit out of that for sure. Yeah. Lots of great scenes. Nine in total. So Crazy. I know. So that was a lot and it feels great. It feels great to have so much content in the bank ready to go. Yeah. Oh, why did I talk about that? Oh, it's because... So basically because I come... This is where I got really off, off track there. Because I like to come before filming, I had sent Jim... Jim Jim. Jim. Jim Bob. <laughs> because I like to come before filming, I had sent James a little like thirst trap, whatever video. And with the time change too, like it just didn't quite work out between us. But I was like, I want you to send me something back so that tomorrow I can watch it before uh, filming. And Well, I you sent me a video of just you naked dancing and yeah. stuff. And then I sent you a video of when I got back home from the gym, of, like a little strip tease. Yeah. Just like a little strip tease uh and then you said i want more than that yeah <laughs> so then later that evening granted i was fucking sick still yeah. throughout all of this but i've never filmed um you know i've never filmed a video of me masturbating for a girl before yeah that i was, was like i want you to talk to me yeah that was technically the first time mm-hmm. so but unfortunately 
your last day of filming, you were so busy that you didn't, I didn't get to watch it. You didn't have time, which is like, which means you didn't come beforehand for all your scenes. I didn't you, come beforehand yeah, on the last day. On the last day, you were just that busy. So yep. I was excited because like, I mean, you can clearly tell I was excited. I was talking about it afterwards, but mm-hmm. you know, that was a, fir- that was our first time like apart. Yeah. And, uh, for something like that and like sexting yeah and i wanted you i wanted you to get to get like the real experience of that but yeah. unfortunately it just didn't work out but that's okay i'm sorry it's not your fault busy i didn't expect you to be that busy on your last day before you go you know what i mean like well also because like my flight was at eight and like jesse wanted me to be like out of the house by five thirty. so mm-hmm. like that was it was yeah. really pushing it we were timing uh, on the last day, too, we did get joined by Louise, who wasn't working, like, filming that day, but she did offer to come hang out and, like, do some filming for us on the last day. So we also, like, that took a little bit longer, just, like, adding another person, like, you know, talking about everything and getting everything set up. And uh, so, yeah, the, the last day was, like, crunch time, big time. Mm-hmm. We were all trying to get, like, last minute, like, TikToks and pictures together because we were like, oh, my God, like, this is the last day you're leaving. So... It was just a lot. I was I wanted to go paddleboarding that morning too, but oh, it was yeah, so right. fucking windy. Yeah, silly. And I kept having to like pack and then unpack and then pack like all day throughout the day, like trying to find stuff. Man, the last day was very chaotic, but we made it work. I will watch. I only watched part of the video now because we watched it together. Mm-hmm. While well, I watched your video while you were eating me out, which was nice, but I didn't get to watch the whole the whole thing. So well, I'll save it for whenever you can. <sighs> I'll save it. Any of them express interest of coming out here? Um, Being on the podcast? I, you know what? I didn't even really get a chance to have that come up, to be honest. So, so busy working. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I barely even... like I, I did get a chance to get to know everybody a little bit, but there wasn't even enough time to really like bullshit a lot. Like mm-hmm. it was... Uh, yeah, fair enough. Did they uh, stay there or no? They went no, there wasn't... Um, there wasn't room for everybody to stay at the house. Uh, so. so yeah, so not you don't get that time where you just get to chill and hang out. Yeah, yeah, which is what happens all the time when people stay at our place. Well, like, yeah, every time Jesse comes here, we end up just like chilling, like chillin'. talking all night totally. before bed. Like Jesse and I had lots of time yep, yep. hanging out together, and like we ordered in like food and just watched movies and whatever. And but yeah, unfortunately the girls um, and they don't necessarily live close either to where the place was. I think they eat each had like an hour 40 40 minute drive oh, wow there and back mm-hmm. crazy so yeah it was a lot but the house is gorgeous just didn't have enough beds for everybody mm-hmm. but it's okay made it work didn't want oh came home felt a little bit sick but always feel a little bit sick after a collab true and like just like the flying and i flew like basically overnight it was just a lot oh my gosh she's so cute mm-hmm um and then yeah it was fucking halloween guys (laughs) i came home like late on the 24th we had the 25th 26th 27th and then boom oh no 27th was 27th was the first we had a halloween event on the 27th yeah i mean technically it wasn't a halloween event but it's halloween weekend we went to one of the oh was it a brewery we call it brewery yeah sure went to the breweries it had um a ba- uh, um, are they a band? <laughs> Lazy Syrup Orchestra. Yeah. It's just uh, five guys. They play instruments. They sing. DJ. They DJ. Rap. It's so hard to explain the style. You'll have to look them up. Lazy Syrup Orchestra. Lots and lots of fun. We went with a lot of our friends. Everybody yeah, was we, we dressed up. Our whole crew was, had costumes, but not many people were dressed up. But yeah. it felt nice. Um, definitely, it was like that's when the weather was getting a bit colder too, but... It was very cold. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't did. even get to wear the costume I wanted to wear. True. 
and the outdoor the event was outdoor mm-hmm. so it was uh it was still good though mm-hmm. uh, i swear though every time we go to that event some weird stuff always happens some, always some weird stuff really happened that night and it's probably because it's a brewery you know usually we go to raves and stuff like that and it's just a different scene yeah because we're going to a brewery when people are just drunk people are drunk and yeah fucking they're just weird people kind of stirring up um some issues for the band uh but there's also one gentleman that got into your face and you guys almost got into it well you pushed him i saw as soon as you shoved him that's when i kind of came up and yeah he deserved it he got my forearm straight to his throat that's what happened yeah but he was screaming at me and like spitting in my ear. It was nasty. It was really nasty. And then, yeah, he like, he basically screamed at me something that he wanted me to say to the band, but it was really icky. Like lots of icky words in that sentence. And I like looked at him and I was like, I'm going to need you to fucking back up, bro. He was like, excuse me, what'd you just say to me? I'm like, I need you to fuck off. Like get the fuck away from me. And he's like, fuck you, you dumb cunt. Like, you cr- you're crazy. You're blah, blah, blah. I was like, bro, like, fuck off. And so he did. He fucked off. And then he comes back to me and, like, grabs me, like, firm on the shoulder. And again, is like, sp- he's so close to me. He's spitting in my ear saying, like, hey, I'm sorry, but, like, you didn't have to be such a bitch. And that's when I just fucking turned around and, like, like laid my forearm into his throat and, like, pushed him. <laughs> And then you came out of nowhere. So yeah, like Amanda was, we're we're basically front of the stage the whole time, like right front watching, and but it kept going crowded, get more crowded and get more crowded. So Amanda yeah. just like kind of went off into just like on top of the stage, but like like kind of side, side, side stage, side stage. There's more space there, yeah. And that's when that guy was um like talking to her from from my perspective because Amanda had really cool like um she was pain from Naruto or Yahiko. And they have like lots of cool like piercings, piercings on the on their faces and stuff like that. So she really decked her face out with piercings. And uh, throughout the evening, when I was wa- when I was watching her interact with people, lots of people would be like, "Oh, are those real?" Like talking about the piercings. So when I saw this guy talk to you, I thought that's what was going on. I swear, you know, I'm not seeing any rude faces. I see you pointing at your nose. I thought that was what was happening during your first conversation you had with him. Apparently, it wasn't. Clearly, it wasn't. Uh, and it wasn't until he came back and you shoved him and I was like, okay, this is not going good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It probably would have gotten a lot worse than that. But James just came out of nowhere and like got right between us. And then I think another chick afterwards came behind us and be like, yeah. oh, you don't like that guy too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he ended up fucking off, which was good. But uh, silly, silly. Other than that, the event was good. Yeah. It was nice to hang out with our friends. Mm-hmm. Um most of us were taking it pretty easy because we had like a crazy party the next night. Yeah, the so. same crew were basically going out again to a warehouse rave the next day. Yeah. So but that was that was still really good. Yep, really mm-hmm. good time. They're always a really good time live. And then yeah, the next day, it was kind of a scramble. We no one really knew what the exact plan was except that we were going to a warehouse rave. We didn't know if we were all going to hang out beforehand or not or whatever. And so we basically just said like, if anybody wants to come over to our house, go ahead. We're still getting ready. We're going to have a couple drinks here. And so, yeah, everybody just ended up coming to our place uh, randomly, like just throughout, throughout a, an hour or two. And it was so fun. We ended up... Um, we were really busy that day, though, because we had to clean the house Yeah, as well. We were just I, running around. We were running around, lots of things to do prior. I ended up sleeping quite a bit because I had I had uh, jujitsu that morning of. Yeah. And I didn't even sleep at all. So, like, I tried to nap as much as I could just for the evening. It just seems like we were short on time. Totally totally but 
And yeah, we had a lot of fun. We had some pre-drinks here. I wanted to get some, like, I told everybody, I'm like, just so you know, like, I need to get some TikToks with me and James and if anybody else wants to be in them. And then, of course, Zoe was here, too, and she was doing some TikToks. And we were like, should we do TikToks together? And then we did. And then I would ask the whole crew, do you guys want to do some together? And <laughs> we ended up doing, like, the Slipknot song. But we did the Macarena to it. So Which I, is a trend, right? Like it's, It is. It's, yeah. it's trending on TikTok. How does the song go? Dun, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck me. Yeah. What whatever. That song. We ended up doing the Macarena to it. And I like, ended up having to reteach everyone the Macarena because like how many people have done it since you were a kid, right? And so we're goofing off. We're having such a good time. We ended up filming it a couple times. It was so funny. And then, do you want to tell the rest? Yeah, we filmed it like three times. <laughs> Of course, someone's always fucking up. That's what happens when you're doing it with how many people? Nine? Uh, eight or nine? Nine. Yeah, nine people doing it. Kyla actually said that was her first TikTok ever filmed. She, she called it a TikTok. Oh, did she? I didn't hear <laughs> so that. Cute. But she said, so that, was today, my, that was my first ever TikTok. I'm like, aw. Today she reshared it because I posted oh, yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, she yeah. posted it on her Instagram yeah, yeah, and she yeah. said, that's my first TikTok I've ever been. And that's I was funny. like, you're so cute. Uh, but yeah, so then. We get to uh, the warehouse rave, um, skipping all the details. We, we we fucking get to the front of the stage, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, sorry, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. Uh, after we filmed the TikToks at our house, I was like, you know, now that we all know a move together, let's bust it out on the dance floor at one point. I was like, let's just let's just do it all together. Any of the songs, whatever it is. Like I was like, it could be even drum and bass or just headbanging and doing yeah. the macarena. Um, so then we get to the rave and we we were basically again right at the front of the stage and uh i don't know who kind of started it i think it was jesse no i don't think it was jesse i thought i saw chris doing it for sure and then you followed suit but maybe it was i I don't know i didn't see properly it was a random song anyways random song playing one of the some of the crew were just like hey let's do the macarena right now i'm like wait 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 let's wait for zoe come on let's wait for zoe but we were kind of doing it just a little bit and then we just start doing it and as, as, as soon as we started doing it, um, the DJ ended up mixing the Macarena into his fucking mix. Our minds are just like what? mind blown. And at this point, I'm still sober as hell. So, you know, I'm just like, that really happened. That it, just happened. That, that actually like, really happened. It, it felt was, like one of those stories that you would tell and they'd be like, you were, you guys were just high as yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah, But I'm like, no, dude, that no. actually happened, which technically speaking, all those other stories really did happen too. But <laughs> the fact that it happened sober right then and there, as soon as we got there, it was like mind blowing. And yeah, I just told everyone like, because that was the first time our whole crew, like was that crew was partying together, I guess. Yeah. You could say that. So when that happened, I was like, yeah, that, that like cemented our crew together that solidified us as a crew can't believe it that was so like had to have been there had to feel it i mean no it's the same crew that we had at shams except that we had some of them weren't there though like the whole time right so and some of them we never met before you know like so it was the first time that whole crew was specifically together yeah but what was i gonna say macarena oh and we're just saying we're talking about afterwards being like when's the last time you even heard the macarena like actually heard it Mm-hmm. okay that's for one thing second thing is when's the last time you had a dj just fucking mix it in it's not like it's it's not like it's a back in it's not like it's an in song it's no. resurging right no. now right like why would that dj just mix that in right then and, and there? he didn't play it for very long and no. so in my head we were we all kind of said like do you think he's like is that was that good that he saw us doing it I and just know. like quickly chucked it in there for a bit like it's crazy though. That, like, the whole situation and like what are the odds 
that I had just made everyone learn the Macarena and then starts doing the Macarena on the dance floor to a random song and then Macarena comes on. The whole yeah, like series the stars of events had to have aligned for yeah. that to have happened. So we just feel bad that uh, Zoe wasn't there for that exact moment. Yeah, mm, sad, but it happened. So it was great. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, was, we had a great. Well, we uh, had a great time that night. Unfortunately, um, like the music was really really good, and then the fucking the headlining DJs of that night, they started out decent and then they like big time dropped the ball. And like, I don't mean kind of dropped the ball. Like, I mean, like, really dropped the ball. It sounded, it like, the speakers were doing good. Like, the bass was good. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, I don't know what they did. It started, like, not being loud. Like, I actually took my earplugs out. It wasn't loud. It it sounded like the speakers were broken. Like, it was so muddy in, like, one tone. And then, like, the between the songs, it it was, like, dead-ass silence like the crowd didn't even know what to do it was like no one was dancing it was so weird so in my opinion a couple things i think okay so some of the people that we're partying with in our crew know these djs like they actually like this these headliners right okay they know of them right and i kind of felt bad trash talking them in front of them for a bit there but apparently that wasn't their regular but i also think because it was halloween weekend they were trying to go for something maybe different because lots of it felt like hard trance, really spacey, spooky sounds, offbeat stuff meshing together. It just didn't seem like it worked. But also, they were trying to save. Like, I felt like at times, like you said, you weren't feeling seen by the DJ. I feel like if they're actually looking at the crowd, they could see that like half of the stage isn't even dancing anymore. Half More the dance half. floor like, isn't dancing anymore. Nobody was dancing. And their transitions were just so off. It's like it's like, like they didn't care that they were d- doing shit as long as this, the bass hits for the next beat. It, it would be lifted up. But I'm like, no, dude, your tra- the transitions were so off. I couldn't even find a groove. And then when the bass and the drop actually dropped... It was still trash. It was really bad. It was really weird. It was funny looking around and seeing everyone's faces doing the same thing. Like, what's going on? Like, what? Like, what? What's happening? <laughs> like, anyway, it was bad. And of course, because they were a headliner, I think they played like an hour and a half set. Mm. If it would have been a little bit shorter than that, maybe we would have stuck it out. But it was bad. And that at that time, it was like one in the morning. Mm-hmm, um, so yeah, we ended up leaving. Uh, going to an after party which ended up being so fucking cool we even said like next year maybe we'll just go straight to that party because it was amazing Mm -hmm. Uh, it was like a house party but it was like fully decked out like upper floor lower floor of an entire house backyard deck everything was like super decorated they had a dj inside with loudspeakers costume contests like just people just nice people everywhere so more our vibe for sure yeah but also like you know i'm born and raised in the city a man is not too far off but um it was cool to like get invited to this house party because hearing the history of this house mm-hmm. are just the people that run this house party because they've they've apparently been doing a halloween house party everywhere they've lived at multiple locations i don't know how long they've been at this house specifically for but to be born and raised here and not know of this sick ass dope halloween party that happens every halloween weekend mm. like when we got there it was already late like it was already yeah. dying out we got there at like two yeah 
Um, so like just interacting with some of the people that have been there for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, like that one guy that we met that got second place. Oh, he was so cool in his Halloween costume. He was um, he was the Shinigami. I can't remember his name right now on the top of my head. Um, from Death Note. Uh, and he was just talking about like, oh yeah, well, you know, I got second place this year, but last year I did this and this and this and this, and it didn't really hit lots of people because that's not not lots of people knew about it. Like the amount of detail and attention that he put into his Halloween costume just for this specific party was mind blowing to me. And then when he said, oh, you guys didn't see the first place person, like he assumed that we saw, yeah, but we weren't there, we weren't no. there for it, yeah. So yeah, when we got there, we we're like, man, this is really cool. Just wish we kind of at least just started here, yeah. Because as soon as we got there too, where the DJs were, they were like switching DJs. Like they had DJs on every hour or so doing sets and stuff. So it's it was so well done. Yeah, I wish we got yeah. to see it at at its peak. Yeah, well, and like at that point, I'm not gonna lie, I was getting way too tired. Um, so was I. And like I didn't want to keep drinking or like you know I didn't want to take more M or anything like that. I was like no 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 like it's two o'clock. If this would have been the first place we went to, like, for sure. But I'm just, yeah. That part of my brain just is like, no, I should probably go to bed. I could have rallied. But I just was like, no. Also, that whole crew we're going to be at um, Zoe's birthday birthday. in December with. So, like, we're really looking forward to that. It should be so much better. So, the thing that we both struggle with, because we were both on the same page there. We're both feeling tired. We both feel like we could go harder, but... But we're both indecisive of what we what we want to do. Yeah, I think we both feel the feelings of I don't want to be that person to call it and close the night in case the other person wanted to keep going. But we're both feeling that, so it was hard to make a decision on what to do at that point. Yeah, I also yeah. I mean, another thing, getting home on Halloween night, very 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 difficult. So like at least for Zoe's birthday, we have a big house rented. We don't have to go anywhere. Just stay there. That's the nice thing about Shambhala too. I always feel so much better when there's just like, I can just go to bed what I want. Mm-hmm. Like it's just right there. I don't have to figure anything out. Um, and so anyway, <laughs> let us tell you about the crazy getting home situation. <laughs> um, yeah. So I'm going to take full blame for this. Anyway, we decided that we weren't going to party harder. We were going to go home. So we start with Uber. Yeah. So we have an Uber app. And just so you guys know, Uber just kind of started this year for us here in yeah. the city. Yeah. Um, so you're on the Uber app and it just continues to show you that you're almost at the final step looking for a driver. But at the same time, when you click on it, it shows you, oh, 23 minutes away. Like, yeah, there's approximately 23 minutes away. And then it shows you an estimated time of arrival as well. But then it shows you that you're still looking. There's no driver. You're still looking for a driver. Yeah. So then you get, you get, like, um, you get sucked on that fucking app, being like, oh, it's coming. That's what I thought, anyways. No. But it wasn't. It wasn't. And so then we call a taxi. Well, taxi says it's going to be forty minutes. Yeah, thirty to forty minutes. They get the house address, but they didn't confirm like how they were going to contact us, and like we were not going to stand outside in minus four degree weather. And so we're like, well, shit, we're, we're going to go back inside. But like, are they going to call us? Are they going to text us? We don't know. And like, you know, the taxi company had said they were extremely busy that night. And so we're starting to worry, like thinking, oh, gosh, we're not going to get this taxi. Um, or somebody else could grab it before we do if we go back inside. And so we also have these little like, they're called Lime. We have these electric scooters and bicycles all over our city. And there's an app you can download and you just like scan the QR code on the scooter or the bicycle and then you can use it. 
well, we down, I download the app and see that, oh, there's a scooter, like a 10 minute walk from, from the house that we're at. Like, let's go get the scooter. And we've seen people go so fast on these scooters. Keep in mind, we've never used them. Neither of us have ever used one of these scooters. Always said we wanted to. Always said that we wanted to. So I also want to say the reason why you're thinking of doing this is because we're like all 30 to 40 minutes. That's such a long wait. We we're, get home sooner. We're probably that. better off getting one of these scooters. Yeah. That's a 12-minute walk and then just bombing it home and we'll make it home by the time the taxi gets here. Yeah. That was the idea. Well, and also because I've seen people double on these scooters also a lot. And again, flying. <laughs> so it's minus four. Thankfully, we're in our Akatsuki outfits. So like at least the kimono thing that we were wearing like zips up to your chin and it's like not too bad. I'm not wearing pants though, which was fucking sucked. But so we walk, we like quickly walk and like halfway jog to the scooter, fucking trying to get it to work, trying to get it to work. Also, the scooter's parked on like a side road, like off of the main road where traffic is, like down a weird road where houses are only. Trying to get the scooter work, the scooter's not working. Yeah, the procedures, I mean, it makes sense, okay? The steps it takes to even sign up. And then to scan your license to make sure you're of age. And then also has a little test to do. Like it'll show you like a virtual road. And it says, P- click on the stop sign or click on the sign when it shows up. So you're just waiting and like, oh, this is. So they're just checking that you're coherent enough to actually ride the thing. Right. And then the steps to actually like, we could have read the steps more, but obviously it was cold and stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't know that you needed to gain some speed before you can actually use the, the motor. Mm-hmm. Right. It was just a lot of things that it was our first time we couldn't figure it out. So, so anyway, I end up, I just start crying. Oh, I wait. First mm-hmm. of all, I called the taxi company again. No. Oh, no. Taxi company called me oh, being like, hey, we're at the house now. Where are you? I'm like, oh, oh fuck. Well, we're, well, we started walking away. We're only like a five minute drive. If you want to come to where we are right now. Yeah. We'll give you the address to where we are right now. Come get us. Yeah. On the phone. He's like, oh, you said to come here. Making huffing and puffing. Hangs about up. It. It just hangs up on me. And in my mind, I'm just like, dude, I get it's a busy night. I don't know. Maybe you were downtown or something. You drove all the way into the like, city for this. We're, we're right here. But we're five minute drive away. Don't you still want to get a customer? And I'm in the background being like, please, please pick us up. Please. Like, it's so cold. Hangs up. We're like, for fuck's sakes. Call the taxi company. And I'm like, hey, we just had a driver that like just called us at this address to pick us up. He hung up on us. Can you please get him to pick us up? Like, we need this taxi. It's like three in the morning at this point. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, sorry. Like, you know, he marked it as as a no show. Um, I have to get you a new one. We'll have to get you a new one. It'll be another 40 minutes. And at this point, I'm like, oh, my God, I just hang up. I start crying. I'm like fucking shutting down in the middle of the street, feeling so stupid that we'd like, I can't believe that the taxi that he had ordered actually did come to the house. And like, I fucked up by making us go get the scooter and now the fucking scooter's not working. James ends up getting the scooter to work. How fast was it going? Oh, like walking pace? Like literally walking pace. Maybe slightly faster than walking pace. Yeah, I mean, I had had full throttle the whole time. So him and I are on it. I'm like crunched in front of him on the scooter and he's behind me and he's driving it and I'm just like sobbing and the scooter's just like crawling down the street. If it was working, I could still have, because that was the plan to begin with, right? If it was oh, fast. The, the taxi didn't come. Oh, yeah. the taxi still didn't come. Okay, whatever. We'll hop on the scooter. We'll scoot back home. You were saying how it's still a long ways back, which you weren't wrong, but on the scooter, I, I'd probably fly. But again, it didn't. So the course of action was to go back to the house party mm-hmm. and just get another taxi. 
Yeah. That was the plan. So we were going back to the house to get another taxi. And then as we're like almost arriving to this house, my phone starts going off, like a bunch of text messages. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking that it's probably the, like the scooter app that I downloaded telling me that our scooter's fucked. <laughs> and I, anyway, I, I like ignore it. And then I'm like, oh, that's weird, like four text messages. So I pick it up and it's my best friend, Shelby, <laughs> who had started coming out with us t- that night, but wasn't drinking and ended up going home early that evening uh, and was saying that she was would be available to pick up her partner later. And so it's her texting me seeing like where we are thinking that we're with her partner um and so i'm like oh my god i like pick up the phone and call her i'm like shelby we need you please and she's like okay like let me just get jesse who was at the other party that we had left and then i'll come get you guys he was at the warehouse rave still he stayed at the warehouse we like a smart person he stayed there <laughs> So yeah, Shelby came and saved the day for sure. Came and picked us up, and I'm like, oh my god, I've never been more grateful in my whole life. <laughs> End up getting home like I don't even know. Three thirty, maybe. Three thirty, something like that. I was like, oh my god. That's when you said you realized that you're just not an afters girl. I'm not an after party girly. Yeah, no. which is totally fair. I'm a pre party. I'm a party party. I'm not an after party. Yeah, I mean, we'll learn. We learn from our lessons. Yeah. We will stick to a spot, no matter what. Uh, I also learned that I'm very introverted. Like, you know, you always think back and forth of like, you know, I'm an extroverted introvert or I'm an introverted extrovert or whatever. Or in the real grand scheme of things, you know, where do you feel like you get your energy from? And yeah, I realized even when I'm on the dance floor, I I like closing my eyes. I like feeling like I'm by myself. (laughs) So for me, I'm the same. Probably no afters too. No after parties for (laughs) us. No afters as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Now we know. I want to say I felt like I handled that situation the best I could, though. That wasn't an easy situation to be in. <laughs> what, me crying? Just the, all those events happening. Oh, all and then, of it. And then you shutting down. And I'm just like, shit. We can't stay here. <laughs> we need to do something. <laughs> I was like, I'm ready to die on the side of the road. I'm freezing. Guys, negative four is cold. With no pants? Yeah, it's not okay. Plus, all this time, too, our furnace hasn't been working at home. Yeah. So, like, that's been a whole mess. It just literally got fixed, like, an hour before filming this podcast. That's why we're late filming today, also. So ridiculous, man. So, yeah, it's been... It's just been busy. Life's been busy. Even at the house, even at the house party, at the afters, um, when we're both kind of tired, we're just kind of sitting on the couch listening to the music. And I was just telling you, man, like, I know we had booked a lot for this month, but as the month is coming to an end, and especially when I felt like the night was coming to an end too, I felt like the last thing that we're doing um, mm-hmm. for Halloween weekend. I was like, man, I'm tired. I am so tired. <laughs> We've been sick. We went to countless raves. Yeah. You were busy with work. Life has been crazy, you know. Our mental health still hasn't been as stable as we wanted to. I'm just like, I'm feeling it. And then as soon as I said that, and in two weeks, we're going to Miami. I know. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck, man. Life is just crazy. But that's how we always, That's, how, that's like you said, this is what we want, right? in the winter time in the fall season we want to be busier yeah so that we can enjoy our summers a little bit more yeah which you know ends up being the case as it is right now yeah so but i'm excited to um go to miami and do that collab and and like come back and like i think be officially done with all the gigantic collabs and to feel hopefully um excited 
and enthused that we have so much content because mm-hmm. um, that was stressing us out for a bit there just not feeling like we were doing enough when we were going through our things and yeah uh, but now i feel like we took a totally flip <laughs> yeah and now we're gonna be so busy so yeah and then yeah i mean december we've got zoe's birthday i've booked us i'm really stuff excited for, for christmas that. i'm really excited for zoe's i'm birthday. really excited for zoe's birthday especially um, now that we met lots more of the crew of yeah. the crew and and uh, just for winter activities too i mm-hmm. hope we get an awesome shredding day where we hit the snow together i think it'd be so much fun mm-hmm. just so much yeah that, that that weekend's gonna be really good yeah I've booked us some special stuff just for the two of us for like Christmas and stuff, uh, which I'm really looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that too. It's it's gonna be our first time doing Christmas like that. I know. So I'm ha- I'm excited. Yeah. And then uh, I don't know. I feel like we've got a lot going on. Kitty's been asking me a bunch about like she's wanting to do this like winter trip, possibly in like end of December or January. And about then, what? Huh. A like, winter trip. Like a winter trip. Just, she just wants to have a bunch of creators together to like go up to a ski hill, oh. uh, book a resort, and Where? like not even do a bunch of content. Uh, she told me, but I can't remember the name. Um, not even necessarily a content just, trip. Like do content if you, you know want, what? but like more That's, or less just a hangout. I mean, okay. That sounds lovely, mm-hmm. right? Fantastic. It's hard being content creators and doing something like that and and getting together with other content creators and not do content well, like, i get it she's just saying like schedule fun time yeah like, i think i think that'd be really nice so do i yeah. yeah she was inviting us to that and then also she's invited us to that fucking mm-hmm. comic-con thing i don't know there's like a lot of shit we've also got fucking mexico coming up in february yeah our lives is hard crazy. to even think about like next year <laughs> stuff when this year still feels so full still yeah but uh, you're never the time never slows down right it keeps going so but yeah it's weird thinking about booking things in april what i know it happens quickly though it does i also need to have things to look forward to or else i'm like stir crazy so yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to the winter season though we do go up to our ski hill a lot Mm -hmm. and that really helps a lot of people that we know are getting passes this year so So i'm really yeah I'm, i'm definitely looking forward to that yeah i'm just excited to um yeah to have some downtime and actually enjoy company with each other with friends because mm-hmm. um, yeah sometimes work and life just seems stressful <laughs> that's it i feel like we've got maybe a little bit of time here to go into our emails and answer some questions yeah at least one yeah maybe two we'll see I feel bad because we have had these kind of sitting in our emails for a hot minute here. So we did say that we were going to keep these questions anonymous, but we did send out our email address for people to send in um, questions or things that they want advice on. Can you just say it again? Just so that we, people listening can hear our email address. Oh yeah, sure. So if if you guys want to do this as well, again, we keep you anonymous. Our email is familystandardspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and yeah, we just store them up until we have time to answer them. So if you need anything from us, that's how that's how you reach us. Yeah, if you want our take on anything, yeah. or just want us to hear your story. Totally. Anything that you think is podcast worthy or not, we might not answer it if it's <laughs> just kidding. We'll see. Okay. Hi, y'all. I love your show so much. Thank you for taking the time to read this. My question is... How do I work through insecurities when having group sex with my partner? I am a woman and he's a man. I am petite. I don't really have anything that I feel is defining. My boobs and butt are small. My hair is short. 
I don't feel hot or sexy enough when there are other people who I feel are more attractive and confident than I am. My partner insists he thinks I am beautiful and sexy, but how do I feel that myself? Well, I don't think that the things that you are listing have to do with being beautiful and confident. What you're also saying about the other people is that you feel they're more attractive and confident. You're even putting the word confident in there. So don't you think that if you just had more confidence in yourself that you would also be portrayed as a confident person? Does that make sense? You didn't even say that the other people that you're sleeping with have big boobs and big butts. You're just saying that you don't have those. You're saying that the other people are just more attractive and more confident. In my eyes, I just feel like you're deeming them that because of how you view yourself. But like, just have more confidence in yourself. You have short hair. Did you not do that intentionally? Like, do you not think short hair just looks like hot as fuck on yourself or badass bitch vibes? Like, you know? Yeah, insecurity is such an interesting thing. I think insecurity is a lot in your own head. If you're comparing yourself to other people and you're insecure, I think it's just, yeah, it's a, um, it won't take you anywhere good. No. So a couple of things, like Amanda and I aren't very insecure people. You know, I think we're, we're quite sure of who we are as people uh, and it shows. So it's hard to say some of these things when all we can really say is don't, don't be insecure then, have some confidence. Uh, but I know for your perspective, it might be a harder thing to do. I think the key thing here is you have a partner that's literally telling you that you're amazing and that you're beautiful. And as hard as it might be to believe his words at times because you view beauty in a different way, you know, as you have small breasts or a small butt or whatever. If he's telling you that you are amazing, you're beautiful, you have to really take that in and, and feel that, feel his words. Uh, because he's not just saying that, you know, I'm sure he really does mean it. So um, at least if you don't have the confidence in yourself, have confidence in him reassuring you that you are beautiful and you are great, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other than that, I, I, I don't know what to say. So I'll give, I'll give an example of like me also feeling this way that I've overcome. The first couple times that I collabed with other girls... See, I always have insane confidence by myself. Looking at myself in a mirror when I'm solo, absolutely love myself. It was very hard to like get past the weird insecurity that overtook me as soon as I was like side by side with other females, particularly because almost all the other women that I was working with for a long time were a lot smaller than me. Um, and I don't mean shorter. I just mean like stature stature. Yeah. Like their, their calves were skinnier. Their thighs were skinnier. Like everything about them was just like smaller frame petiter. Yeah. Smaller framed people. And it's not that I felt, and it wouldn't even matter, but it's not that I felt fat. It's just that I felt big. Uh, and so it took me a while to overcome that. And, but now I've come to realize it's not a competition between you and those other females. It's actually just nice to have a variety of people. And if you're going to be like enjoying group sex, why not? Exactly. Have an awesome variety of different types of people. Isn't that kind of the point of having group sex? Well, you, uh, yeah. Right? Like the whole point of group sex too is to enjoy everyone. Yeah. Enjoy everything. Yeah. And if you're having group sex and it's always, and it's not that, and it feels like a battle of comparisons, 
I don't know, maybe you're not really doing group sex the right way. Because everyone should be able to feel welcomes, you know? Everyone should feel accepted in the group sex. Well, personally, I would rather be having sex with an awesome variety of different types of people. I don't really want to have, like, I'm just using this as reference. I don't want to have three perfectly the same Barbies. I'd like to have three different variations of Barbie. Does that make sense? So own what you have, because it's a lot hotter for you to just have confidence. Don't we all agree that nobody needs to be a 10 out of 10 to be the hottest person in the room? Somebody can be the four out of 10 or the six out of 10, but they have the confidence, they're instantly more attractive. I feel like you just need to be able to like look in the mirror, preach your confidence to yourself, look at the things about yourself that you do love, start hyping yourself up more. Yep. And then also like stop comparing because you are comparing yourself. You don't need to have big boobs and big butt. Like that's, that's not it. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't, I mean, there's healthy ways to compare yourself with other people. If it, you know, if it benefits you, if it benefits you, if it makes you motivated, whatever the case is. But if you're comparing yourself with others to others in the negative light, it's not going to get you anywhere. Everybody is different. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And everybody has different things to offer to the table. I think if you're having sex with your partner, what where are are the good things in you and your partner having sex? You know, what does he love about you? Uh, What what, what's exciting in your guys' sex? And just take that into your guys' group play. Because yeah. it really isn't any different. He probably likes amazing things that you do. But then you're sheltering that or you're hiding that from you, from yourself or from others in the group play because of your confidence, your lack of confidence, you know? Yeah. So I can also tell you that I, I guarantee that everybody in this group might not be as confident as you think. True. Everybody, when they're comparing themselves to other people, feels a little insecure about something, typically. Mm-hmm. Whether that be all the different guys that are in the in the group, you know, comparing dicks or you know, comparing height and then, you know, women, sure, you might look at these women being like, wow, they've got big butts and big boobs. They might be like, oh man, like I hate my big natural boobs. Look at this like, you know, fit girl over here. Like you never know how yeah. people feel truly on the inside. Yeah. So the biggest thing really is that everyone is doing that. Yeah. To, to different degrees. Yep. To different degrees. Everyone is doing that though. So yeah. um, don't think you're, don't think that you're the only one doing that. <laughs> Yeah. Or feeling that way. Everyone feels that way. I used to hate my thick thighs. Like fucking hated my thick thighs. Got bullied hard for them all through middle school, high school. Thunder thighs, cellulite, all this bullshit. Cottage cheese legs. Now I'm praised for my thick legs. Now I love my thick legs. It's always going to be like that. And so, yeah, exactly that. Like somebody over here might have a nice juicy ass right now and you think it's great, but they may have been taken down for it in the past. You never know. The, like the the trends on what is like the sexy body changes so frequently that everyone's version of sexy is so different in our brains so you never know yeah you gotta start loving yourself more yep yeah definitely that's important pep yourself up before engaging in those kind of activities make sure that like if you're going to be having group sex that night man spend the day doing the things that make you feel the best about yourself mm-hmm so yeah and maybe talk to your partner more about it mm-hmm. you know well it sounds like she does and he does reassure her well, but you can always talk more yeah. you know if he's reassuring you you're still not taking it in i don't know i feel like there's some more there's some more to unpack you know yeah um but yeah he's there for support you guys are there to support each other so uh, hopefully you guys have good hopefully you can have good experiences in the future and i hope you're enjoying the group sex mm-hmm. i hope you're not just having it for other people 
I hope you're having it for yourself and enjoying it as well. Key. Anyway. One more? Yeah, let's do one more. Let's do one more. Okay. Hi, guys. So I kind of need advice for a kink. I think you both know about puppy play. I've been interested in it and really love it, even though some aspects are still kind of bizarre for me. I still kind of want to experience it. The problem here is I'm so afraid to try it. I won't like it or I will like it because most of the people I'm surrounded with kind of hate on pups and animal play in general. Quotes, they're all very vanilla. So that's one big problem. Second problem is I'm afraid I won't find a partner then. It's already really hard for me to find someone because of my looks and where I am, where I live. In brackets, I'm pan and I look like an emo boy. And guys don't like how I look because they want someone feminine. And here there are no girls who are also into girls, so that's out of the question too. I'm not sure if I should try puppy play or not. Maybe y'all could give me some advice on that. Lots of love. P.S. I love you both so much. Your podcast is my go-to for sleep or driving. A fun fact is that my first encounter with you two wasn't on OF or Instagram. I found you both on Spotify first before I knew y'all were in the industry. Okay, cool. I think that's the craziest thing because like on Spotify, it's not like there's, well, there is a trending like thing where you can look especially for podcasts and stuff. But when I hear people find us first on Spotify, I'm like, Really? Where did you dig to find us? True. I feel like you have to I wonder if they're deep. looking up like sex podcasts or something. No, yeah, I wonder. I wonder. Um, I'm going to have to look up Puppy Play so that I fully understand. I think I understand. Yeah, the only thing I think about is like, you know, like when you want to pretend that you're a puppy and you, you know, your your person, is, your other person is like has you on a leash or yes. basically praising you like a dog or treating you like a dog in a sense. That's the yes. only thing I can think about. Mm, what is Puppy Play and why is it so popular? A primer on the kink that involves puppy hoods, wagging tails, fetching bones, and barking, but not necessarily sex. Yeah, was that one girl that really blew up online a bit a while ago? Um, was a fox. Hmm? The fox girl? Oh, is it a fox girl? I thought it was a puppy as well. I'm not sure. She has, you know, she has a boyfriend, and they literally put her on a collar, and she, she walks on her hands and knees and out and about, oh. and she even has like a little like kennel that she stays in at mm. her house but she just really enjoys it mm-hmm. she really blew up online i can't remember her name though participants role play being puppies or handlers those that look after or own puppies one in a dominant slash submissive sexual context okay um i mean i don't know okay so going back to their email they're basically saying they're interested in it they're not yeah. sure if they're going to like it or they're, they're afraid that they might like it too yeah, much. They're scared that they're either going to not like it or like it too much. Yeah. Also, not specifying if they want it in any sexual way, because reading that, it says it doesn't have to be sexual. Right. They didn't specify if they yeah. want it to be sexual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are saying that they're worried it's going to make it hard for them to find a partner. Yeah, because other, and other people are more vanilla or mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't see why you wouldn't try it if you're interested in it. Yeah, why not? Um, I mean, why not is like the fears that they have. But at the end of the day, are you going to be satisfied not trying it and having a relationship that's not open to it because you never discussed it? Like, is that going to fulfill you? Because it sounds like you want this. So Mm -hmm. I would say you're going to feel more fulfilled, at least experimenting with it, seeing if it's something you want to do. If it's not, fine, then it's not. If it is, great. So that's something that you bring to a table when you're meeting somebody new. Also, like, does that mean you need to have it every single time, every single day? Like, I'm sure that there's a way to work 
through a balance with somebody else. To me, that doesn't seem like, like puppy play is not my thing. I'll tell you right now, mind you, I've not done it, but I wouldn't be opposed to it. Out of all the variety of kinks in the world, if somebody came to me and said that like one of their kinks was, was puppy play now and then, I wouldn't be like, oh, fuck no. I'd be like, okay, teach me what you want. Like, it doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of other things that uh, somebody could tell me and I'd be like, oh, I'm not sure about that one. Puppy play? Like, that doesn't, that's not scary. Um, what do you think? Yeah. And also, it sounds like to me you're overthinking things a lot. Oh, yeah. The fact that you're saying, I kind of want to try it. What if but I don't like it? What if I do like it? What if the people around me think I'm uh, like not vanilla like they are? It just sounds like you're, or what if, what if I can't find the right person? You're, you're, you're curious about this. Great. You're just thinking about every single step afterwards without even taking the first step yet. Yeah. You know, what if you don't even need to find, like, what if, what if, what if you start doing puppy play in the online world? Like you find people that have like-minded kinks in the online world and you buy, you guys just basically experience, um, experience this kink together who says you even need to be with this person mm-hmm. you know what i mean what if you find that you enjoy puppy play just with these other people online or that you're meeting in the in the kink world and you don't even need to in, even need that fulfilled from a partner so i think you're just thinking about so many steps or what if i what if i can't find a partner that will even do this kink with me yeah just start exploring this kink with 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 safe like-minded individuals and see how you feel after that mm-hmm. move on from there I think that's, that's your first step and that's it. That's true. Yeah. Unless unless this person needs like wants it to be uh strictly sexual and like needs a partner to start engaging in this with, like that obviously makes it a little bit more challenging, but I'm I feel like there's ways to get into those kind of communities even in small towns. Yep. You just have to figure out what the way is. Yeah. There's always kinky people in every community. Yep. Uh, there's always like <laughs> I don't want to say like underground or like black market shit going on, but like literally there is in every city, every town, you just kind of like, you mm-hmm. need to put your nose out there, say yeah. that you're interested in it. And then eventually you start figuring it out. Reddit really is a good place. That's true. That Reddit. Stuff. So if you're curious about the kink, look into Reddit. Um, and then there's also like, like look into the lifestyle in your, wherever you are living uh, and see if there's anyone that has the same kind of interest as you. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry too much about all the things that you're worrying about. Again, experience the kink first and see how you feel about that and then maybe that will lead you to the the next step of mm-hmm. potentially finding a partner or you might even find a partner in the community you know True. who really knows but uh, you do seem like you want to experience this or try to experience this kink so yeah i'd say just 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 go for it yeah in a safe minded way with like-minded individuals i think that's most important i like your advice in general just like for everything we need to all stop thinking about the next 10 steps. Uh, otherwise, especially if you, get you nothing have, done. if you have, if you know you have a little bit of anxiety or if you're an overthinker, like, yeah, you literally get, um, you would know this, you get paralyzed. I get paralyzed. You literally get paralyzed thinking about all the daunting steps that could or couldn't be, yep. you know, we'll just take the first step and mm-hmm. see where it goes. Mm-hmm. So that's all you can do. Yeah. Well, good luck. I wish you luck as well. Yeah, I I don't think from from what I know I don't think that's like a really like a big kink. Oh, like common? Yeah, yeah. So you might have a harder time, but there's people out there for sure. That one girl I was telling you that blew up online for her puppy play with her partner probably like sent a whole 
floodgate of people that are interested in that now as well so or you meet somebody else who has a different kind of kink and then you both come together and you can you know compromise for each other Mm -hmm. whatever you know i think it's workable for sure okay all right guys we do have more questions we're gonna hit them on the next one because we just realized what time it is we do have places to be we got dinner to cook for our friends so it's kind of weird it feels kind of thanksgiving vibes well, the food that we're cooking tonight yeah. is very Thanksgiving-y. It's but very... We're, we're having dinner with our friends. We're playing board games, but I feel yeah. like it's very Thanksgiving-y. Yeah. Um, thank you guys for submitting your um, emails into us. Mm-hmm. Um, it is kind of weird. It, weird. it feels weird that people want to even like tell us these things or want to get our insights. But uh, in a good way, it makes me feel good and nice that you, know, you, you want to confide your stories into us. Yeah, that yeah, feels very nice, uh, and I appreciate like that. surreal is more like the word. True, not yes, not necessarily weird. It's just like surreal that like people want our advice. Because also tell us secrets. I think we both can agree we're living in this life. We don't feel like we're living a crazy life. No. So it's it's kind of weird that people want to come to us for more of their kinks or their. This, this different side that they don't get to express very often when we don't feel like we're like that at all. No, um, but we're open-minded enough to talk about it, true. which is what's important. Yep. I, you know? Yeah. We're not that kinky, but we know a lot about kinks. We've dealt with a lot and we're like not phased by it. So yeah. oh, um, your safety in that. Yeah. And thanks again for listening, guys. During the events that we've been out, you know, we were... Lots of people came up to us and said that they recognize us and said that they love the podcast mm-hmm. and that they listen to their podcast and it helps them just like, like you said, like the first person, uh, they like listening to us when they sleep or when they drive. And yeah. It's just crazy to think that our voices are being played in people's heads like that. <laughs> um, so I just, yeah, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys so much mm-hmm. for just listening to us. It, it, it feels so good that uh, you guys want to listen to us. And again, it helps us feel less pressure. Yeah. Um, of doing this podcast just knowing that you guys just like listening to us helps a lot so i agree thank you guys uh sorry that this episode is kind of short and it was a lot of me talking i felt like i had a lot of things that happened with the collab and stuff but uh we'll make sure that we have a little bit more time on the next one i might even throw like a q a box back up on instagram um but feel free to email us because we yes. would love i'd love to do like a solid answer a bunch of things so yeah appreciate you guys as always as always (laughs) cats do too if you're on youtube you've gotten a good show of the babies sandals is basically the whole time and you can't see the the ladies but i have a shorties right here and there's a there's (laughs) there's a hoodie on that bed as well and socks of course is the weird one he's always he's always not around when when everyone else is around and around when no one else is around so he only wants to be he only wants to socialize when it's the worst possible timing exactly anyway love you guys Happy Halloween, even though you're going to see this the next day, but it's my favorite day of the year, so. (laughs) We're family standards. Sex happens here. Take care, guys. Peace out.